This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bruv. That's so much more off my mind. <laughs> Welcome everyone to another episode of Two Men No Hope. I am Daniel Say, with me as always Jamie Markman, but we don't care about Jamie at the minute because we have, by popular demand, our favourite and always handsome, Brian is back. Everyone's happy. How are you doing, Brian? Two lies in one sentence. That's very <laughs> No, oh no, no, one lie, maybe. <laughs> no, honestly, look, the amount of emails we get saying, when's Brian coming back? Can Brian come back, please? Mm. Wow, uh, that's awesome! I, I love hearing that. Uh, I love doing your show, so it's it's cool that people would want me back. You know, I I really love doing this. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're happy to have you back, man. Yeah, the listeners love you. They, I don't know what it is about your. It must be your accent. I think. I think that's what they're loving. I bring. I think I like bring a little manic energy. You know. <laughs> I think just enough because we had some other Americans and they bring too much energy and it's like that. <laughs> You need the right balance between, like, because I know, like, it's a thing with, like, um, British people. You guys hate, like, cockiness. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, a trait that I've heard. So I think you need, like, a a bit of manic cockiness, but also the right amount of self-loathing to balance it out. And I try (laughs) to bring that uh, for you guys. (laughs) Well, you obviously, everyone loves it. But, um, uh, Congratulations, you're a dad now. Thank you, yes, yes. So for everyone that thought I was a virgin out there, there's now uh, proof. <laughs> there's now proof that I am not. Uh, yeah, back in May, we had our first child. Uh, her name is Alice. Oh, nice. Uh, sleep is something that doesn't exist anymore in my world. <laughs> um, doing work is hard to do. Like, I'll be editing a project of the baby in one hand like this, and I'm just, like, trying to <laughs> do all the shit I got to do in one hand. It's, it's difficult, but it's it's fun, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. We haven't... Um, 
we haven't spoke to you since you did the video for us for our year episode, right? Oh yeah, Jeremy. That was brilliant, <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jeremy. Honestly, I, I was almost like I was so welling up, like of all the, and then you had the video, and I was oh my god, holding it in. <laughs> That's the one time I'm glad no one watches the YouTube because I was fucking welling up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so being a dad now brian has that slowed things down work-wise or are you still going because you always seemed so busy with like all the projects you had going it's not by choice um mm. it's just impossible to work as much as i want you know like yeah like i'll i i'm trying to edit and then it's like the baby's crying so i have to stop what i'm doing and i have to get work done there was one day it was um this past saturday i was trying to work and my wife was out so I was alone with the baby and I would put her to sleep. I would work for like 10 minutes. She would get up and start crying. And then like, <laughs> I'm trying to work with one hand and it's just like, it's, I'm still taking on a lot, but I'm not able to put out as much, you know, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a balance. I, um, I actually have a funny story. I wanted to tell you guys, uh, this just happened to me. So I took on a uh, job with, like, a corporation, like, filming for them, right? Like, they want me to film their uh, training videos. And I won't, okay. say, I won't say, like, what the facility is or anything like that. But they're a giant, like, um, like warehouse almost, right? And they have all this stuff. And they have a school on their facility where they're, like, training people. And I've been meeting with them for, like, two months. And I go in. And they want me to film all these different things. So one day I come in and I'm setting up my cameras and there's an old guy who's the instructor of their school. And he's like, what the hell are you doing here? I'm like, <laughs> they, they told me to film. He's like, you ain't filming me. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to tell you, man. Like they, they, they're paying me to be here. Like, I don't, I don't care whether you're filmed or not. It's up to you. And he got all pissed. He had a big fight with management and he quit the job on the spot. <laughs> the I came up, I showed up. <laughs> Part of me was guilty because it's like, this is kind of my fault. But it's also like, it's fucking 2023. Everybody is filmed every second. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. You walk down to the shop, you, you're picked up by about 20 cameras. Yeah. yeah. He just was not having it the second I walked in. <laughs> like, he was not happy to see me at all. <laughs> Almost like you come home and you feel like a big dog. Yeah, yeah he quit because I made him quit. <laughs> I thought, like, he's an older guy. Like, he had been there, like, 20 years or something. <laughs> he just gave up his pension. Yeah, he's like, like, this. The guy's life is over because, like, <laughs> that asshole with a camera walked in. <laughs> we did it once um me and my in-laws which uh we were causing mayhem down in devon in one of the restaurants i don't know whether i said this on the pod before right. and we me my brother-in-law and my uh father-in-law made this guy quit his job that night yeah because <laughs> the server we were being really like assholes with him and we decided that we wanted to do a, f- a flambe a banana split so we got a load of sambuca poured it on the banana split and set it alight, but it wouldn't set alight properly. So we broke up like the paper tablecloth and started uh, putting that in there. Fucking <laughs> hell. We were like really smashed. If it and, burns, um, okay, you know? And he come and told us off and then they ran out of ice 
my big thing about ice. Oh man, Jamie's kicking off now. <laughs> and then when they had no ice in the restaurant, I was like, you have no, we're in a f- seafood restaurant, you've got no prawns, and now you've got no ice. And he was like, yeah. I was like, let me speak to the manager. And then you just see Matey Boy walk out the door. <laughs> He's had enough. <laughs> he quit his job that night because of us. Not the proudest moment. That's I mean, if you're at a restaurant and you don't even have ice, that's like one of the basic things you should have, right? It's 100%, like... yeah. So... yeah. You don't and even have to buy that, you make it. prawns. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, something's gone down the wrong hole. You right? Yeah. Um, so, how's your summer going, guys? Uh, is like uh, the heat wave bothering you? Do you guys have air conditioner? Heat wave. Oh, Jamie's got air conditioning. I've what are you telling Jamie? I'm like that only guy in the UK with air conditioning. <laughs> You're like the only guy with it? <laughs> yeah, we don't really have it in houses, but I no. got it, and then it's caused a bit of a stir amongst people in the area. Really? Like they all Why? come and speak to me about it. Because it's not a normal dumb thing. Because it's always raining here. We don't normally need it. Yeah. My house gets so hot. I was like, I need it for the bedroom at least. But why is it anyone's fucking problem if you have air conditioner in your house? Nosy neighbors. Nosy neighbors, mate. See, this is why America's great. Because it's like, I could have a gun. And if you come give me shit about my AC, I can scare (laughs) you away forever. (laughs) I was standing outside. I need AC. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i stood outside my uh i got a new car as well and i was standing outside with the car and three people in one day said oh i bet you're really cold at night i bet you're really cold at night i was thinking why are they fucking i bet the whole street's talking about it <laughs> wow i yeah that is Jackson. like insane to me but uh, as regards to heat waves in england that would be like i'd be getting an air conditioner on like every room like i don't <laughs> 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 we ain't, but in we haven't had no heat wave here we've had really bad uh summer yeah as regards weather two really i think we had two shit. weeks which was pretty good and then it's just been raining on and off my oh. garden's fucked i can't mow it because every time the weather's good i'm at work and then when i finish work it rains the rest of europe's on fire and then we're <laughs> like steeped in rain <laughs> I think it's Greece in it. Greece has got like fucking wildfires and shit and going Portugal, on. Portugal, yeah. Again. <laughs> so I told this story on my podcast recently, but in 2008, uh, we went to um, France for a metal festival. And we also went to Belgium too, me and my buddies. And we were staying at a hostel and there were these Greek chicks. And I'm mm. talking to them and I'm like hitting on them. And the only thing I really knew about Greece other than like ancient shit was that like there were a bunch of wildfires so as I'm hitting on these girls, I'm like, so those Greek wildfires or something, huh? Like I saw like the whole like country's burning down and they got all sad and weepy. That <laughs> 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 chat up line didn't go well then. <laughs> no, no, it didn't go anywhere. I yeah, slept cro- in my in my hostel that night. <laughs> Crying's a bit of a turn off. <laughs> so um so we had an email when yeah. they were when they were asking you to come back, and they said they they would want want us to play a game with you. Let's do it. So it's a game between you and Jamie, and okay. uh, and I'll do my little. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first of the English versus American tonight's oh. contestants <laughs> are Jamie Maltman from England and Brian Rupert from America. Welcome, guys. Jamie, how are you feeling tonight? 
Good blindsided again with another game. He did this to me last week. <laughs> I wish I wish I was ready because now I feel like pressure. I'm representing my country. <laughs> oh no, th- this was a really hard game to to put together. It's it, it's only like ten questions, so it should be okay. Okay. Um, what about you? How are you doing tonight, Brian? Feeling I'm lucky? All right, I'm all right. Yeah, you know, a lot of pressure. <laughs> I'm representing uh, the fifty states, so <laughs> I, I'm pretty worried about England right now. But we're okay, <laughs> right? Great. So the game tonight is a mix of history and film. So both of you will have an equal chance of winning. When I finish reading out the question and you think you know the answer, you have to shout out your name. You must wait for me to finish the question. The first one to shout their name gets the answer. And if they get it wrong, it passes to the next contestant. Okay. So we're doing a history and film quiz with someone that does a history and film podcast. Yeah, so this is what I'm trying to so, I'm getting I'm getting raped here. This no, they're not <laughs> I, I try this is why it took me so long to do this, right? Because I tried to make it uh, so, so you know. had a chance, yeah. So but I know Bob Ross ain't involved, I should be alright. But I know Brian's pretty switched on because I've listened to his podcast and it in, in yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm competitive, so now like I'm like laser focused. Like there's no more jokes, it's like victory or death. <laughs> 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 uh, right, question number one. Alright. Whose nickname in real life was Scarface? Oh, uh, Brian. I said my name. I'm, I'm Ryan, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Brian. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Jamie, man, yeah. I thought you'd have that. I did, but it's just the delay. I, I'm <laughs> delaying at the minute. <laughs> Alright, yeah. That's going to be his usual, usual thing. <laughs> right. I'm not keeping track, by the way, so the listeners can keep track. Just for oh, the, okay. I'm pretty sure it's going to be clear cut who's going to be. <laughs> right, question two. What is the correct order of King Henry VIII's wives' fates? Oh fuck me! Correct order? Yeah, Jamie. Jamie. Not uh, Jamie. Yeah, not by name. Like the by the way they were. What happened to? There's him? a little nursery rhyme about. Yeah, it, I this remember. is why I left this in because we all got taught this in school. Yeah, I, I I know what happens to him, but I I don't know the order. I couldn't uh, tell you like two you've got to be headed. No, no, you, no, you got to do it in order, Jay. You can't just I say have no clue. Then I I'll pass it over to Brian. <laughs> uh, one was thrown into a lake. One was hung. One one was uh, whipped. One got her head cut off. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought at least one of you would get this one. There was, I there was six, wasn't there? I don't know. I remember there was six. Well, yeah, was six. Uh, divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because he created yeah. the whole bloody religion of the Church of England Honestly, just for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so he yeah, could get divorced. Like I know what happens, but the order... No, yeah. I never would have got that. Yeah, it's, it's like a little rhyme, yeah. Divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. Okay. There so I knew there was a little rhyme. I feel like I feel like it's a little bit of learning going on as well. Do so I get three... half a point? Yeah, I like, it yeah. mm, no. <laughs> 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 I gotta bring this up. Right, so if this was T S D, Walt would be absolutely ripping yeah. into us right now. Oh <laughs> uh, Walt would be like, You don't know this? How do you even know this? Are you in nursery school? <laughs> he makes me laugh so much when he does games because he just barrages whoever plays, he barrages them with <laughs> abuse. It's the best. <laughs> right the actor patrick wilson best known for his role in the conjuring 
But can you name two other films that he's been in? Jamie. Brian. No, Jamie had it just there. Got... Um, Moonfall. Right. Moonfall. Uh-huh. Um, Conjuring 2. <laughs> you can't say Conjuring 2. <laughs> um, Insidious, isn't it? Yeah. Seen Insidious? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought All that's right. got a good one. Right. What were you going to say, Brian? I was going to say Watchmen, and I was going to say... Um... I was going to say, uh, I probably would have said Insidious. I would have taken a second, though. I, I, I always think of A-Team. Do you remember in the A-Team? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. A-Team. He's also in, um, uh, was he in Warrior? No. No. No, he no. no. He was in that film, um, Hard Candy. Did you ever see that? Yeah, Hard Candy's great. That's messed yeah. up. Um, yeah, I always get him and Joel Egerton mixed up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I get that. Talking of good films... I noticed today, Dan, that Boondock Saints is on uh, Amazon. I love Boondock Saints. Fucking quality. I earlier. <laughs> so good. Second one, one was garbage, films. but the first one was good. Right. Yeah. Question two. I don't know whether Jamie's going to get this one, but I feel it's it's just happened. So, right. What date was the Manhattan Project established at Los Alamos? <sighs> established yeah or like what date did the test happen what like when did they everyone start going to like and get it started oh fucking jesus christ i just finished <laughs> um brian yeah uh, uh i'm gonna say july 15th 1942 yeah what yeah, for, 1942 to 1943 <laughs> okay but uh, you've seen the open high haven't you jamie no oh so i thought you'd seen it that, oh, okay still you should have got that right I, I was supposed to go see it but i ended up babysitting instead got fucked over oh i'll tell you right now the babysitting weren't worth it because that film was quality um <laughs> right this one you get bonus points um okay. if you do the accent oh. all right what's christopher walken's famous line from pulp fiction Brian. Yeah. This watch is up my ass. It belonged to your father. That's my terrible uh, Christopher Walken. That was amazing, though. That was fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's what I... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I wrote down that that little paragraph. So he says, His ass, five long years, he wore this watch up his ass. Then he died of dysentery. He gave me the watch. I had this uncomfortable hunk of metal up my ass for two years. Then after seven years, I sent it home to my family. And now, little man, I give it to you. <laughs> See, with no context, I ain't got a clue what that... What, You've never seen Pulp Fiction? No. Nah. Fucking oh, hell. <laughs> Brian, this is what I'm dealing with, man. This yeah. is what I'm dealing with. Dude, you gotta watch Pulp Fiction. He come Jesus. at me... A- uh, we just recorded a conspiracy episode and he come at me about not knowing who Bob Ross was uh, un- until today. <laughs> you didn't know who Bob Ross was? No. I, I was born in 1991. His and? show started in 1982. Well, you've established he did 30 <laughs> seasons, Jamie. That was clearly going on for a long time. He's like a meme too, you know? Mm-hmm. Happy uh, little trees and all that. And he yeah. didn't know who Pee Wee Herman is either. Was You didn't know Pee Wee Herman? No. Not a clue. Did they like run his uh his show in the in the UK? 
Don't uh, I'm not sure I know of it. I've seen it. I don't know okay. if it was running on the TV, but everyone knows a P. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Question six. What was uh, Willie the Butcher from Gangs of New York's real name? Brian. William Cutting. No. Is it not? William Cutting is Bill the Butcher. It says on uh, the internet it was William Paul. Have I got that wrong? Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I really thought it was William Cutting, but... I could I, I could double check if you want. That's that's me now because I, I I I appreciate Brian's knowledge and I'm like right. If the game master's got it wrong, is this quiz even? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is it even a legit quiz? Okay, it's it is William Poole. William Cutting was a nickname. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wrong. Oh, well, you Jamie's know Jamie's trying to get rid of the game because he's losing. Right, question seven. What's Easy E's real name from NWA? I don't know. Eric. Me, I I have no clue. I was was throwing that at Jamie. Jamie, you can't can't just shout the answer out. Jamie. Yeah. Eric. (laughs) Is it? And his last name? No, I have no clue. Fuck, so I thought that was an easy one for you, man. I could have guessed Eric, too. Eric, I get Wright. half a point at least. No, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you half a point. <laughs> fuck's sake, for a random guess. Um, this one's a long one. I'll give you extra points if you know the whole thing, but you can just give me a basic okay. answer. How did William Wallace die? Uh, Jamie. Oh, right. Yeah, he was hung, drunk, and quartered. Hung, strong, and quartered. Whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, Brian, do you know the full, the full whack? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was uh, stabbed, pulled apart, gutted. Then they cut bits and pieces of him. They mailed it to all throughout the United Kingdom. They had, like, his cock on display somewhere. <laughs> his legs were places. Yeah, they tore him throughout the whole kingdom to let everybody know, you know. Yeah. Don't fuck with us. Poor fucking guy. Brilliant film. Still, It brilliant. was, yeah. Um, right, name the three actors who have played the last Robin Hood's. Jamie. Brian. Go on, Jamie. Who played Robin Hood? Yeah, the main actors who played the last three Robin Hood movies. Oh fuck. Um that guy that plays No, you can't no, you can't say that guy, you've got to give me a name. It's like he's got a weird name. It's like Tegan? Is it I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anyone else that's played Robin Hood. Who else played Robin Hood? I'm gonna have to pass it over to Brian. Go on, Brian. All right, Taron Egerton. That's yeah. it. Uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. And... I... Oh, this is tough. This is tough. Uh, You're going to give me one I'm... that I haven't got written down, aren't you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, well, I could say Carrie out. Ewells. 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 E.W. I always fuck his name up. Or Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. There you go. Yeah, you got I it. I had no him. idea that uh, Russell Crowe played. Oh, his Robin Hood was really good. Was it? I hated that one. You liked it? Oh, really? Yeah, no, because he, he used an actual proper longbow in it and stuff, so it felt a little bit more authentic than, like, Taron's one was just a gimmicky. Like, wasn't Jamie Fox? Yeah, Big Ben or whatever the fuck his name. Little John. Little John. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird one. Yeah, I, I that keeps coming up on my stars plays, but I just keep ignoring it. 
it's not good, but I kind of did like like I love the Robin Hood story, yeah, mm. which is my beef with the Russell Crowe one, where it's like you know he doesn't do any robbing from the rich. The whole movie is just him becoming Robin Hood, mm-hmm. and then by the end, it's like all the cool shit with like Nottingham is taking place, and they don't show any of it. Yeah. Like the movie ends, so it's like <laughs> it's like yeah, like I don't give a shit about Robin Hood before he's Robin Hood. You know, yeah, it's cool. I want to watch him like getting tax money back and shit. <laughs> He can't beat Kevin Costner though. His fucking movie was brilliant. Oh, that one's amazing. Yeah. I remember a cartoon of Robin Hood. That's about you it. mean the Disney with a, was with a, a Disney fox? One, yeah. Was it a fox? It was yeah, it's a fox. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I heard the song from that the other day. Uh, I'm not going to... Anyway. Uh, right, last yeah. question. I don't think Jamie's going to get this, but I'll throw in an English question anyway. What was okay. given to Winston Churchill on his 80th birthday by Parliament? Brian. Fucking hell, it's quick. Go on then. Uh, is it a Royal Dalton Bulldog? No. Fuck. <laughs> Jamie, do you know this one? Have you ever seen The Crown? It's in The Crown? No, I, I thought only, like, mums watch The Crown. No, actually, it's um, pretty good. I don't know, maybe like a, I don't know, like some special cigar or something, I fuck knows. A special cigar. No, it was a, it was a, a painting of himself. And he uh, he hated it so much that he actually stole it from Parliament. They were going to leave it in Parliament. He took it back to his house. He hid it. And then when they came looking for it, he destroyed it, set it on fire. Good lad. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That'd be it was me like, picture, um, like a full body picture of me. I'd be like, nah, mate. That's it was uh, it was a hand painting. Like he went and he stood for it, and someone painted it, and then they unveiled it, and he hated it so much. He couldn't stand it. He he got rid of it. Love Winston Churchill. <laughs> yeah, couldn't get away with I that now. I wonder he got the same deal where Brian Johnson got with uh, <laughs> on TSD. He got talked into doing this um, hand painted uh, picture. When they revealed it, it was actually just like a print. <laughs> fucking, his reaction was priceless. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Right, it's a great video. The unboxing of that. Yeah, I loved that man. That was brilliant. Right, so clearly I think Brian did a lot better than, than Jamie on that one. Yeah, I feel as though I got docked on that. No, honestly, it took me ages. You can ask Sabina. I, I was like, I think Jamie will get this one. And I threw in that NWA because I'd be like, he loves his like rap music. Nothing. Yeah, but Easy Eves, he died before I Oh, don't even <laughs> don't even go that fucking route again. You know who like, John Lennon is? He was, he was dead before you were born. Yeah, true, true. It's just he brings his age in it all the time, Brian. I would just ignore him now. Yeah. Right, I'm just. I get it. I'm competitive. Any excuse I need, I'm going to take. Yeah. <laughs> I I have to try harder next time and find some difficult questions. Um. Right. This is new for you, Brian. We now have dis- a disclaimer before we do the emails. Oh, okay. Yeah, just because uh, we were getting some emails that were a bit more uh, personal. So we felt like we'd throw it in there just in case. <laughs> oh, what, wait, what happened? No, they, they were, were just getting quite deep. Some of them. There was like one about yeah. domestic abuse and stuff like that. Wow, that's fun. Yeah, so we <laughs> did. We didn't want to abuse. <laughs> My wife and kids helps with sponsorships as well. Yeah, and addiction and things like that. Okay. Yeah, and then there's a lot of like job related ones as well, and we always say about you know, and it's like. I don't want you to quit your job because we say that it's shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So uh, anyway, so right. Please remember that all the opinions in the show are of those of the hosts and should only be taken as food for thought. We are in no way telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of the listeners and no information is shared to anyone else. If you are easily offended by people's opinions or views, then thank you for making it this far, but this podcast is not for you. See you later. And please enjoy the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah just a quick little, you know what I mean? A little, yeah, you got to cover your ass. I get it. Yeah. Becoming more and more professional as the days did go you on. Get any, did you get any emails about lives you ruined? No, they've all been good so far. <laughs> we, we had one where um, the, we told the guy that it was in the friend zone, told him not to pursue it, and then he ended up pursuing it anyway, and she felt the same way. Oh. So we were, we were wrong on that front, so we owned up to that. <laughs> yeah. For him, he's the one guy to escape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. For the legend of him, it's nice to know he's out there. We... um. <laughs> The last time he emailed us, he said that he was gonna. He was thinking about proposing to her. Wow! And uh, we have we haven't heard from him since. So hopefully uh, it went okay, and she didn't switch out and yeah. murder him or anything. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. Right, first listener. So hey guys, Magaluf, don't bother. I was expecting a level of scummy, but it was the next level on our second night. We came back to the room to find two random guys absolutely railing random some random girl in my room. <laughs> they had somehow found a way to get into our room and had nothing to do with the hotel. We contacted the reception and they wasn't interested, so we ended up kicking the three of them out and trying to get some shy. I woke up the next day and there was condoms down the toilet. Again, we complained to the hotel and nothing. We then contacted our travel broker and they said... We had to hang it out for two days while they made arrangements. On the third night, we got ready to go out and did some makeshift precautions to stop this from happening again. When we got back, there was a guy throwing up over his balcony and some other girls fighting down the pool tables. (laughs) Safe to say this was the shittiest place I've ever paid to be in. The last day we stayed out most of the day and came back early evening to change for the evening to find yet again another pair of randoms in our room we're trying to get full refunds as the four days were loved at the end in another hotel the travel broker think that's enough to get away without refunding us have you guys ever had holiday nightmares or been through something similar with refunds what can i do if they refuse to refund me thanks so i had something similar happen to me um, me and my friend, we were both banging this chick in a room and this guy walked in and he said it was his hotel room and we had to go out. This was like a couple of months ago. So no, I'm, I'm All right, for a second there, I was about to say, wait a minute. That sounds like this fucking email. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I don't know why this guy didn't participate. Like you had like free sex handed to you. You know, they're in your room. You just take your clothes off and be like, what are we going to do about this situation? <laughs> I think it's Jumping. the shock, isn't it? I think even me, a pervert, would be like, what are you doing in my room, man? Like, get the fuck out. I mean, the more the merrier at that point. It's already happening. But well, um, you're on holiday. It's Magaluf, isn't it? Yeah. yeah <laughs> what, what is Magaluf? I thought it was like, like a Donald Trump themed like loofah company or something. <laughs> uh, Magaluf is like Ibiza, but for even younger 
kids. So there's like 19, 18, 19 year olds go out there and go mental. Okay. Cheap alcohol and uh, <coughs> lots of sex and it's fun. It's Is fun. it like in um in the Inbetweeners uh, 2 or the first Inbetweeners when they go, the movie, they go to, uh, I forget where they go, but it's like a party town kind of. Yeah. It's probably, it might be Magaluf they went to. It might be. Yeah. It, it's, it is pretty scummy. It's, um, oh, I've like, I never did Magaluf, but I did, um, Tenerife, which is very similar in places. And that was like, it's, it's a life changer when you're young. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know, you figure out quite a lot going on. I remember the two scummiest girls in the world who told me previously that they'd slept with different guys every night were like trying to get me and my boys back to their room and it was it was only the most sober one of us that was like look when you see them in the morning you didn't you didn't want to go back to their room and i was like <laughs> seriously and there was like yeah there was like fucking don't go there and then when don't i woke up next the day morning and don't stay in the morning and the problem exactly <laughs> i could have woke up with fucking the clap and a lot of regret <laughs> I can't leave, man. I have to. I just roll over and go to sleep. I'll definitely be waking up there. <laughs> you can't feel any shame if you, uh, you know, if you disappear. If you just get that out, yeah. Um, so my worst, uh, my worst travel story is probably when we did the Airbnb for um, Anthony, my co-host's bachelor party uh, in Pittsburgh, and there was dead mice and rats. Oh. I so remember. Yeah, I asked you about it, didn't I? That is on the, the worst one. Yeah, and this weekend actually, uh, we're going away. We're driving down to South Carolina, and we rented like this estate for um, in the woods for Steve's bachelor party, and we're going to be in the wilderness for uh, you know for a couple of days, and he wants to like hiking camp. But I got to be honest, I don't get camping no. because it's like for thousands and thousands of years human beings have been trying to get out from being outside and like having no shelter (laughs) and to get indoors. But now we're so affluent and wealthy as like people almost, we're going to pay extra money to go live in the shittiest conditions possible. (laughs) I don't get it at all. I don't understand (laughs) the need to go camping. (laughs) No, I need a toilet. I I need a toilet. I'm not yeah. digging a hole. You know what I mean? I need to relax. It takes me a, you know, a good 10 minutes to get it flowing. Yeah, I'm you got a... reading to do. You got to check all your notifications. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> check the numbers of the podcast. Reply to some emails. Exactly. Nah. That's business time. <laughs> I'm not doing that with a deer or a bear hanging over my shoulder. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> no. Um, I haven't really yeah. had any holidays. Like, I'm not very well traveled anyway. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't part with it. You know what I mean? But then what can you do if you're, if they're not going to move you and you've got to wait, you've just got to sort of part with it, isn't it? Yeah, I've heard a lot of horror stories, but touch wood, all the times I've gone away, I've never really had a bad experience. But um, the only thing I could say for the listener is if you paid on a credit card, you can get your money back from the credit card company before dealing with the, uh, whoever you dealt with online. If it's on the beach, which is a UK site on the beach, yeah, is a fucking useless. So good luck with that. <laughs> is that like uh, is that like a UK Airbnb? Kind of, yeah, kind okay. of. 
You yeah, get, you Air- get like, uh, package holidays on there. Alright, yeah, Airbnb is fucking useless too. They didn't give us our money back for the rat room. Oh, fucking <laughs> I miss out on all this because I've never, ha- I've always been in debt, so I've, ne- <laughs> I've never gone anywhere. So like, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I normally just go to a hotel. Like we're going to Glasgow at the weekend, and um, I was just like, just book a hotel, just the cheapest hotel you can get. It still cost me like 180 pound, which is like what 200 bucks, something 210 bucks. But yeah, I mean, I know I'm getting it's an Ibis. It's like a chain hotel. Yeah, that's fine. That's what I went to ask you, Brian. When I got you on here, so. We were looking for places to eat because me and my missus, you know, love to try different new foods. Yeah. I've always wanted to try a Chicago style deep pan pizza. And I found a place in Glasgow. And I was like, <laughs> I want Brian, like, what am I supposed to look out for an authentic? All right. So I'm a New Yorker. Chicago pizza sucks, man. I'll just be honest. It's <laughs> like, like, I've been to Chicago. I went to like all their deep dish spots. I don't like Chicago pizza. It's it's just way, way, way too much sauce. They load the thing up. It's like you may as well just get a can of tomato sauce and a spoon and just like <laughs> eat the sauce out of there because that's practically what their pizza is like. Um, if they do it the real Chicago way, it's almost like a pizza casserole. Like there's crust on the bottom, <laughs> a shitload of like cheese underneath, and then just tons and tons of sauce. So the sauce is on top of the cheese. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's basically like a sauce pie. So if you want the traditional authentic Chicago slice, it should be so saucy that you get acid reflux immediately and start vomiting, which is what happened to me when I uh, (laughs) ate Chicago pizza. We were in, we were in Chicago. We went to watch a UFC fight in 2010 or 11 and we went to like a couple of the Chicago spots and we had the pizza and that night I'm laying there and I'm like, Oh, and I, I'm still, I'm not fat yet. I'm not a giant fat fuck. I'm still like, in shape. <laughs> and, and I'm like, Oh no. And that night I threw up all the Chicago deep dish that I ate the acid. reflux. Oh, no. I just could not break it down. It was so saucy and red. It was burning me on the way up. Oh, so mate. I am not a fan of Chicago uh, deep dish. I have such yeah. bad acid reflex as well. Now I'm regretting it. Be very, be very. Have one slice and call it a day. Don't go for seconds. I will say Detroit pizza is actually not bad. It's like a pan pizza. It's uh, pretty good. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I, like, because I was looking at the menu and they have like, they're just a Chicago staple. It's like pepperoni and, and sausage and stuff. What's the name of the place? Um, Thundercats. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Uno, which is like an American deep dish chain, which like it's Chicago pizza in a chain. Oh, okay. I was going to, I was wondering if they had one uh, by you, but no. Oh, no, no. This is like a American style. Okay. Have, sort of thing. have I ever asked your opinion on the pineapple pizza? Probably, but I'll say it again. Pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. There we Lies. go. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I watch a guy on on YouTube called Beard Meets Food. He's like a competitive eater. And he likes pineapple on pizza. That's a professional eater that likes pineapple on pizza. Huh? Is he from New York? No, well, he's from Leeds. At the minute. (laughs) He 
pizza. I'm a fucking New Yorker. Pizza's in my blood. <laughs> the Hawaiian pizza was created by a Greek in Canada. So it's nothing to do with pizza at all. It shouldn't be allowed. It should be illegal. Canada, like, they created one good thing ever, and it was hockey. After that, we should have just shut up the country, boarded them up, and sealed them in and never let them create or do anything ever again. I still but like yeah. it. Danny um, eats pineapple in a burger. I, I eat pineapple on everything. I, do, I eat pineapple fritters. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Love pineapple fritters. Do you like fritters. pineapple juice? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, apparently, I saw a TikTok, apparently. If you get pineapple and cucumber and blend it all together... Apparently that's supposed to flush you out something crazy. Oh well, like I'll be clock. sure to not try that. Oh, I'm definitely. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try it for you the podcast. Yourself with pineapple. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's something to do with breaks down. So I don't know. Anyway, um, oh, when it comes to the refund, Jerry, it's you just got to fight for it, isn't it. I mean, if you've got grounds, it's ruined your holiday. There's there's companies companies out there, especially in the UK, that are solely based on bad holidays. And you can yeah. like, claiming things. Yeah, and you can go to them and they'll fight for your case if you've got a... Really talk one. it up as well. Like, say, like, you woke up and there was a condom on your pillow and stuff like that. Really I mean, go for it. It's not even a lie for him. He walked in and there were people fucking in his room. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I think is, like, in-room entertainment. But, you know, <laughs> to each his own. Normally you got to buy the package for that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. I know. I spoke to my brother when I found this when we had this email because my brother's been to Magaluf. He said the hotel he stayed at um, was very similar. No one closed their doors. No one locked their doors. So everyone's stuff got robbed. There was loads of stuff like that going on. So it's just obviously the shitholes you can pick. You've obviously <laughs> picked the wrong shithole. <laughs> the worst of the worst shitholes. Yeah. But um, good luck with that. Anyway, let us know if you get the refund. We appreciate the story nonetheless. And um, good luck. Right. What he should try to do is try to track down the people who are fucking in his room. If there's a way. And like try to bring them to court. <laughs> and he like he and like, you know, uh, can you show how they were fornicating? You know, and like make them reenacted in the court. <laughs> Yeah, I, was, I thought you were gonna get you were gonna get him to pay for the night they spent in his room. Oh, that's <laughs> good too. Yeah. Um. So this uh, listener says, "I've just got onto your show and I'm enjoying this message. So keep it up." I have a story for you guys. I had something very similar to your lamp story for the early episodes, and it's something I never admitted. So please keep me anonymous. I lived in a house share when I was a student, and we were. A a good group of people. We had one guy who didn't go to university, but he was already a tenant in one of the rooms before we arrived. This guy had a real gothic taste and had some weird, crazy looking dolls in the living room on a shelf around the TV. They always creeped me out. And a lot of people we had over, I knew it was, it did them for two as well. Um, one day I thought I was a good idea to loosen the shelves they were on to see if they would fall off and break which would be an unfortunate accident that's fucking mental we we sat there that night and we were watching empire strikes back the shelf did as i wanted and it collapsed and the dolls fell off one of them flew straight into a lit candle on the windowsill and set the curtains on fire and we end up having to get out of the room 
not so long after a fire truck turns up and puts the small fire out. It could have been so much worse. When we went back in a couple of hours and the doll and the burn up doll was laying on the floor and the dude puts it back on another shelf as if nothing had happened. I spent the rest of the year feeling watched and creeped out by this half burnt doll. Sometimes I wonder if there's if it's still there on that shelf. Many thanks. <laughs> That's like Annabelle, isn't it? Like I was thinking Dead Silence yeah. where they try to get rid of that fucking uh doll when it comes back. <laughs> That's it's like um it's like uh Seinfeld when uh George Costanza's mother is in like doll form that his uh, fiance owns and he keeps looking at the doll and he, it's like talking to him in his mother's voice and it's driving him nuts. It's like, yo, are you that? And it's just getting under his skin and it makes him and his uh, father eventually lose their minds. But um, yeah, that's, that's a weird one to like hate the inanimate object that much that you would risk burning down you know, where you live. That is like a bad way of going. That is like some bad luck in it. That it fed on a candle. It was almost like a film. Yeah, it's but almost like a film. Like that would only work if the because you used to get the old dolls that were like porcelain, didn't you? Like if it's just a creepy plastic doll, it falls off and it's just going to bounce. It's not going to. Yeah, maybe it was a little. But my mum collects them. Um, those baby dolls that look like real babies. Um, yeah, reborn dolls. And they are fucking creepy as shit. And she's got them like, all over the house. <laughs> I mean, what, like just standing. Well, there. the whole house, like you walk around and there's just creepy dolls everywhere. Yeah, she buys like um, puss chairs and things, and she has them. She's in the bedroom. She's got a fucking. Act- I don't know if she's still got it, but she had like a baby's crib with a- two babies in it. That's fucking weird as fuck. That. <laughs> that's that's yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. Can't you can't tell that my mum wants me to have a baby, can you? She's filling the house with fucking. <laughs> It wasn't so bad. Like, she used to make them herself. Like, she did a couple herself. And she sold them for a lot of money. And then she's like, oh, it's a lot of work. And I'm like, yeah, but you're making them. That's a reason. Not just buying them and having them creepy hanging around the house. She gets really protective as well. Like, Jeff picked one up by its head. And she went (laughs) fucking mental. Like, went mental at him. Is she like, my baby? She's like, you can't hold it like that. Like, grabbed it out of his hands and stuff. Fucking... (laughs) Maybe the maybe the person that was in this story was your mum. Oh, maybe she emailed you, yeah. Yeah, she's a bit gothic. But <laughs> 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 well, we're glad your house didn't burn down anyway and you managed yeah. to get in. But I think that's just karma for trying to break. When you have a house share, I've lived in a house somewhere like, I, I would never put my stuff anywhere but my sort of area. So it's yeah, weird. Especially that... like uni students. Yeah, you move in and there's this guy that's like, hi, <laughs> he's just living there for no reason. <laughs> and he's just got all of his shit everywhere. And it's like, this is fucking weird, man. Like, what's going on there? <laughs> just wants to be around all the fucking uni kids. Nah. He wants to party, man, with his dolls and, and young kids. <laughs> it's like um, Van Wilder, isn't it? Like, he's he's just there. I wonder how old this geezer was. It doesn't say his age, does it? No. Or if he was like a 50-year-old bloke with a fucking China doll. <laughs> no. No. Weird. That is weird. That is a weird... I wouldn't be living there with no dolls. I'd be fucking moved out straight away. It's definitely creepy, like especially if you're hearing noises, but 
I'm like, I could keep to myself, so I would just be going into my room locking it and like, you know, I wouldn't really <laughs> I don't know though. Anyone. Watching Empire Strikes Back, that's a pretty tempting way to come out of your room. <laughs> I mean, lure me out. But loosening the shelves, that's like I'm sorry to the listener, but that is like some serial killer behaviour, isn't it? Like that is yeah. premeditated. Coming from the guy that wanted to accidentally break the lamp, it's pretty much the exact same thing, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> the lamp would have caught it, Dan. It would have. Well, it did get it in the end, didn't it? Um, thanks for the, the the story. We really appreciated it. And uh, glad you're not living with the, the doll anymore. Who says he's not? Have he, has oh, he checked all his closets? True. Well, he might have just... <laughs> he, get, he got attached to it. It, it ended up in yeah. his bag as he left. Wakes up like, at night. It's at the end of his bed. Up. um so this is a previous listener um a previous email was about um getting her work taking over her life too much and it interfering with like the time she was with her partner um so she says thanks for the support in my question i've just listened to the episode and it was really and i'm really thankful in your guys' opinion, <clears throat> I am dating at the moment and I have struggled with some men's general hygiene. They're so lovely sometimes, but I catch a whiff and it puts me off forever. Do you guys think I should let the guy know that's why I'm not looking for a second date or keep it to myself? <laughs> I just worry that I'm being over the top with it and it's more my problem than theirs. Thank you. <laughs> Jamie loves the hygiene right. question. So, look... People stink. We're, <laughs> we're, we're smelly, disgusting creatures, mm. right? Like, like even like dogs don't smell like the way a human does. So it's like we're just disgusting, stinky things. And like when you're dating someone or on a date, you have to have some sort of allowance where it's like, you know, you talk to them and you tell them like, look, man, like. I don't want to be rude, but you kind of stink right now. It happened. There's not a single person on earth who has smelt perfect 100% of the time. We've all had a sweaty day. We all have ran out of deodorant. You know, it's like shit just happened. So it's like, I wouldn't say it's an automatic deal breaker. If it's a consistent issue, then I think it's time to, you know, have a, have a like break. But it's like, if it's one time, you know, you just put up with that that time, and then the second time you're like, look, I like you, but I got to be honest, you, you you don't smell great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, I, I, I don't know. I think the first date, though, like the first one for me is the date that I definitely make sure that I, I don't stink. And then maybe the second <laughs> date's the date where I'm like, ah, she's met me already. <laughs> oh, I smell all right. But no, I get where you're coming from. Going on dates with no, not having a shower before. What the fuck are they doing? (laughs) That's what I mean. I've been on a date straight from work, but I'd met her like twice before. Yeah, and I and I I had deodorant in my car, so it was like a student shower. You spray all your clothes and everything, so you smell like. Yeah. But um, but no, I get it though. I got a question for you guys. Would you date? like a Megan Fox looking chick, like, you know, like the hottest chick possible, but she has constant, constant BO. No. So no matter what, she is always smelling bad. No. But it's <laughs> Megan Fox. No. I would get, do you know, like them, uh, car, uh, refreshers with like the fucking, yeah. um, little trees on it. I'll just tie them to yeah. our arms. 
and I'll just I'll, I'll just deal with it. I would uh, deal with it. Yeah, yeah, I'll deal with it. If she's looking like Megan yeah, I'll Fox, I'll whatever be... I got to do on my nose. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get through this. Nah, do you know them people that. use like swimming like clips for their nose? Isn't it? That's what I walk around with. <laughs> I don't need the smell. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I am a massive advocate. If if I ever smell, people need to tell me. If if I think someone smells, they need to fucking. I'll tell them straight away. I used to work with a fella that stank all the time, and every day I'd t- say to him, "I've got deodorant in my locker, mate. Go back out there and fucking spray yourself," because it would just be overwhelming. But if you're going on a date and you're not bothering even spraying something on you, then it might be the choice in male companionship. That's true. She could be slumming it. Yeah. <laughs> what, have like very low standards? Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> yeah. look at a, a clean-looking guy. But some people can be yeah. clean-cut looking and stink, so... Well, maybe she could, like, change where she's going on dates. Like, she could just say, like, let's keep going to the water park, you know? Do you want to go swimming for our first date? Yeah. Let's go for a swim. <laughs> the beach the water park anywhere where there's wetness or aircon <laughs> yeah oh what if we had a spa day together you should um it's where they said like oh where would you like to go for a first date if they say like mcdonald's you're like you got to stink like fuck if they yeah. say like a nice <laughs> restaurant you're like oh yeah this person's gonna put some deodorant on and he's gonna brush his teeth you know what i mean the kind of place where you go where you put a shirt on to go yeah there. Yeah, not like a you can go through the drive-through and sit in your car. Talk that's of, like a, that's a nice high school date. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. okay, Talking about drive-throughs, we recently got a Taco Bell opened here in uh, where I live. Yeah, and when I had it, okay. I was really disappointed because obviously it's really talked about that people really love Taco Bell in America. I thought it was used as a um, uh, to help you go to the toilet. Because it's it supposed is. to be spicy, yeah. So, Taco Bell is really popular in America. Like, it's it's mostly for drunk people at, like, 3 a.m. Ah, right. You know, so it's like people will go when they're drunk or high late at night, and they'll just crush a whole bunch of tacos. <laughs> right, that's where I was going wrong. I was sober. <laughs> you're sober. You need, you need to go there when you're shit-faced and have, like, you know, like, uh, like 10 chalupas and shit. Fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, we got uh, in Edinburgh. We've got a Jollibee. Is that American? That's actually Filipino, but they oh. have some uh, in America too. I haven't been yet. No, I haven't either. But they do pasta in there. I'm like, I don't know if I trust a yeah. fast food place that does pasta. Yeah, that just seems like a recipe for like disgusting. Yeah. Well, Eminem, he actually opened a fast food pasta place in Detroit. Oh, really? Called Mom's Spaghetti. <laughs> which, if I'm ever in Detroit, I definitely want to try yeah. it, just because. Like it's an M and M has a fast food restaurant that serves pasta. That's mad. It's so weird. I feel like I have to try. I want to yeah. go to um, Danny Treu's donut shop. He has a donut shop. Yeah, for, he had one for years oh, now. Cool. I'd love to go to that. Um, speaking of dating, I heard a new term yesterday. It's called vulturing. Okay. Do you want to take a stab in the dark to uh, what you think that might mean? Okay, vulturing. Vulturing is when you're expecting that your friend's relationship is going to end and you're hanging around waiting for the relationship to end so you can swoop in and get the He's girl. He's fucking heard that term before, the bastard. 
<laughs> no, no, I never heard it. Yeah, basically that's it. Yeah, you're basically you're you're. If you see your your mates' relationships rocky, you go in and you become that confidant for the partner, just in yeah. case it falls through. She might come to you. It's like the long game. It may never so, happen. In my day, that was called a snake. That's what. That <laughs> well, <was>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Na- nowadays, it's called vulturing. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the term Riz? That's a new Riz. Riz is a new Riz. Thing. Oh yeah, the kids are all about the Riz. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Swag, you know, you're cool and you're good at like yeah. talking to the ladies. I think yeah. Fuck it's like you got the swagger. I yeah. there's a term that always throws me off. Not a dating term. I have a guy I give lift to into work. He always says, "Oh, that guy's brand new," and I'm like, "What's he just started?" And he's like, "No, brand new. It means like they're a good guy." And I'm like, "Where the fuck does a brand new mean they're a good guy?" That must be a Scottish thing. I've never heard that. No, that I don't like. He's that. Bra- no, I don't either. He's brand new. I-, I thought you meant he was a new starter at work. He's brand new. Yeah, I would think like you're saying he's stupid or he's new at work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fresh. Yeah, fresh off the boat. Yeah. No, brand new. Fucking mm. stupid. Um. <laughs> Anyway, we've gone off the subject of hygiene. Real quick, real quick. Do you guys find that as you get older, you understand, like, slang and lingo far less? Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like an alien sometimes when I watch people talk. Yeah, yeah. I um, I always thought I was pretty down with the kids, and I've got these two new engineers, apprentice, apprentices at work, and they're speaking how I spoke when I was 18, when I used to think I was Addy G, yeah? And, yeah. um... They're saying all these words, and I'm like, I'm the old man now. I am the old man. Yep. <laughs> Fucking f- past 30, you ain't got a clue. It's weird though, right? Because like, I'm going to say my generation, because I'm not going to put that on you guys. But like, my generation was the um, the shorthand, because the telephones were pain in the ass to type. So everything was shorthand, like you was the letter U instead of everything else. Which I think would uh-huh. be a good layway for all the new lingo. No, nothing. <laughs> not at all. I now know how to read things without them being spelt right. That's about all it helped me with. Yeah, pretty much. You can make things out. Yeah, yeah but... that's how my brain works now. I just see the letters. Um, yeah, I um, I agree with Brian. Some like you know, people have bad days and things like that, and you know, it could be a one-off. If the guy's really nice, I'd give him a second chance. But tell him, tell him to wash. Yeah, test him. Don't shower before the date. <laughs> throw it back at him you don't yeah you don't shower and then you see how he reacts and if he says something you go well now you know how it feels motherfucker (laughs) like jog from the car to the things you're a bit sweaty yeah yeah build it up how bad do you want it bitch (laughs) i think you can always tell as well with people's hair if like if their hair is like greasy as fuck that means they ain't showered in a good few days yeah and i'll be like mate get have a shower have yeah, a shower. Sure. Go home. Date is over. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. So uh, so good luck with that. Anyway, hopefully that lucky guy might get a second date. Otherwise, <laughs> um, yeah, hygiene's not a small thing. Yeah, you know I mean, people, please wash. And we always say on this, please wash your balls. And I mean it. You know what I mean? Oh, get a good scrub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for Very sure. Good. And maybe another thing, maybe she, that's what she means. Maybe she means. You can smell his Down nuts, there. then that's a definitely a fucking problem. Yeah. If you can smell a man's nuts, he needs to get tested. <laughs> <laughs> I as well didn't know that if um, a guy's got stubble and he doesn't um, like wash his face or like shower enough, when like because you know women get like a rash on their chin from like when you're like making out, 
You can get you okay. can get an infection if like the person's got like dirty stubble. Really? Huh. I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. like I've seen photos of it, it's pretty fucking gross. Yeah, you know I mean. So explains a yeah, lot. Yeah. So uh <laughs> lads, just just wash everything. I'm not gonna go into details, just wash everything. Alright, um so it's a previous listener he emailed in about having to commute Oh wait, was that in Brian's episode? He was Maybe. commuting from London to Newcastle. That does seem yeah, familiar. I feel like that was your episode. Oh, that's a pretty yeah. good then. That's well timed. Yeah, yeah. Um, just so you were, I've taken your advice on the job and I've panned out well for me so far. Three weeks in, I'm much happier. My right. only concern is I'm getting, I'm not getting well with the team so far and I don't want to come across needy, but it would be great to have work friends, etc. But I'm not very forward and these guys don't really speak during breaks. Any help on the subject would be appreciated from you both. So how would you... Oh, I got this there one. Go. All right. Ready? Fuck work. <laughs> That's not why you're there. That's not why you're there. You are there exclusively for one reason. Money. That is the only fucking reason you're going to this hell fucking miserable fucking thing that is just sucking your time and wasting your life <laughs> is for money. So... Fuck work, friends. You have your real friends, hopefully, in your real life. Keep them as your real friends. Your work friends should be nothing more than, hey, how you doing? What's up? Casual as you're talking about the work shit that you got to get done. Other than that, don't associate with anybody. Do your shit. Make your money. Go home and, you know, see your real friends when you can. Because ultimately, any job, the only reason we're doing it is for fucking money. Yeah. You know, because if it was something you wanted to do, you would do it for free. So, you know, work friends, no, I don't need them. Like, I I want people to just be like, oh, yeah, that, that, that guy, he doesn't bother anybody. <laughs> Go make your money, do what you got to do, go home, see your regular friends on your time. Yeah, I can't wait to sit in my car for 20 minutes and be on my own. I mean... Yep. Fucking I have great. been on teams where we've sat in the tea room for an hour and not one person said a fucking word and it is weird <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I used to go off into like a little side room where we used to do electrical testing and I'd I'd just sit in there by myself watching fucking TikTok. That's the way it is. I um I think there's always a way to like have a conversation because uh, to me work friends is just that right like you go to work and it's just pleasant conversation it's just to pass the yeah, time talk, i'm not yeah i'm not asking them to go out for a drink or anything like that it's purely like we may have a slight bit in common yeah you know i mean so i'm just going to talk to you about that to pass the time and then that's it you're not getting and you can't trust people either no you cannot trust people that's that's why i say don't yeah. do it like it's only going to lead to drama i'm never more than hey how you doing what's up and like if it's something work related like do you have uh, x y and z i need blah 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 and they'll give it to me. Oh, thank you. Have a good day. You know, always hello, good morning. But I don't have any substantial conversations at work. <laughs> it can only lead to trouble because everybody is a gossipy fucking bitch. Yeah. And they'll bitch to you. And the second you throw it back to them, word's going to spread. And it's going to be like, did you hear what Brian said about this? And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Fuck that. You don't need it. It's just going to create problems in your life. That's me yeah. at work. I deliberately, I've actually started rumors about myself to see how far it would get around the, uh, 
<laughs> That's just the amount people are talking about him, isn't it, Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> There's um, yeah, me and the guy that does the same job on the other shift, yeah, do the exact same thing where we start all this fucking... Uh, we start gossiping and then we get it so far around and then he'll be like, did you start that the other day? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I... Um, I there's only like one other scottish guy in like in like my work so like i purposely like went after him but he's like this old scottish fella and he like all he cares about is rangers and I'm, i don't know anything about sports i'm oh, like completely team. yeah the 14 yeah like he yeah. he goes to all their away games like they might go to holland next week so he's already booked the time off work in case they go <clears throat> so you can go watch him he actually I love. He's actually guys. he his marriage failed because all he wanted to do was go and watch Rangers. So he fucking broke up. <laughs> now I really um, love this guy. <laughs> so like that was so I knew that about him right, and I I I I know enough. But all you need to do is show an interest. So I went up to him and I was like, oh, how was the football and blah blah blah. And he just you know goes off. And as long as you show some interest, then that's you're in. I think that's the easiest way to get work friends is to almost just let them talk about what they enjoy. Mm. And that that makes them sort of go, oh, this guy's all right because you're listening to them waffle on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. I mean, people love to talk about the shit they yeah. like. So if you really want work friends, just be like, what movie are you watching, or you know, TV show? Or they'll tell you what video game. Yeah, ask them what they like, and they'll ramble about it. Pretend you like it, and you'll yeah, have friends. You don't even have to know. But my advice is don't have work friends. <laughs> yeah, it does cause problems. I remember in a previous workplace, I got a bit too close with some of the guys. And they had a falling out amongst themselves. And I was their manager. And I had to discipline one of them for falling out. But we were all friends. So it was like really fucking awkward and weird. And yeah. it ended up the only way for it to be solved is me leaving. And uh, I don't talk to any of them now. So it shows how strong the friendship is when you're there. It's all fucking exactly. fake, really. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's all for money. Yeah. That's that's. I said to a guy the other day, he was like pissing me off, and uh, I was like, "Do you think I'm gonna fucking stop and speak to you outside of work?" I was like, "I've come here to make fucking money, mate." I was like, "I couldn't <laughs> give a fuck who you are. Like, I wouldn't piss on you if you're on fucking fire and I just do your fucking job." <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> but I agree with Brian in a certain. Yeah, I mean, you go there to. I couldn't give a fucking shit who's working with me. I, if we've got downtime, yeah, it's nice to have someone to talk to, but I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? It gives a shit. Yeah, true. So this company that I've been doing the work for, I've had a lot of downtime in between shoots. And, like, I've been able to just go into, like, this separate room where I'm completely alone. And I'm just on my phone for, like, sometimes hours at a time. like, <laughs> Or I'm, like, you know, I'm on my laptop. I've been writing some stuff. And, like... They'll pop in. You need anything? I'm like, no, I'm good. Just go get out of here. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Look after number one. It's It's got to be the vibe you give off as well, isn't it? Because all the guys that work with me now know, because I'm not a morning person, but I start at six in the morning. And I'm like, do not speak to me before 10 a.m. There's no conversation coming out of me, whether you want to say hello to me or anything before 10 a.m. So now everyone avoids me before 10 and then after 10, they, they start creeping back into the room and fucking asking me questions and stuff. You need to extend that vibe for the yeah, whole for day. Yeah, for the full 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. I just I just look at people. I don't even say anything. Oh, that's like, Samuel L. Jackson meme. Yeah. 
I've yeah. got the. So I'm a teacher, so I get in in the morning. I like I open my door for my students as they're coming in, but other than that, I don't leave my room unless it's to go to the bathroom. I hide. I don't want anyone to see me. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I just hide all day. You know, I don't want any trouble. Best way to be. <laughs> Best way to be. Um. So yeah. So you could either go with Brian's thing and just tell him to fuck off, or if you are in some sort of sense that you do want to find something they're interested in, easiest way to do it: just let them talk about that, show a bit of interest, and um... don't be that needy guy though. Do not no. be that needy guy. No. I, would, I mean, play it cool. Play it cool. Uh, but let us know how it goes. Hopefully, all you need is one. All you need is one. Or what you do is, I don't know his job, but if you set up your cubicle with shit you like, some or whatever it is, someone may notice the shit you like and they may be into it too. And then they'll come over and have a talk with That's you a good about idea. it. You know? Mm-hmm. So then you're attracting someone who has an interest in your yeah, yeah. shit. So there you go, Brian's constructive. <laughs> that kind of that kind of worked with me. Was I put the we got stickers for the podcast. I put that all over my toolbox. So now I know who <laughs> listens to podcasts and who don't because they all come in and fucking talk to me about it now. <laughs> um, right. So this is a previous listener he emailed in that he was playing loads and loads of golf and his family weren't happy about it. And we said about he's got a split it in half. Time. Yeah, yeah. So he says, thank you for your advice. I'm trying my best to cut down on the amount I'm playing and spending time with my family instead. It still it still feels hard to do, though, especially with the weather getting better. I think, obviously, with the weather getting better, I think your family's going to let you have a couple extra days, you know what I mean? But as long as you're showing them you're making an effort to spend time with them, you know I mean, I think that's the main thing. Um... So it seems like your neighbourly disputes are more common than I thought. I have a guy stealing my packages left outside my house. I've got a lockbox and he's managed to get in there too. I'm not sure what house he stays in, but he seems to be checking out my box every day now. Short of staying home all day every day, I don't know what to do about it. Police aren't interested and I don't want to have to travel to an Amazon box or something to get a parcel. Any thoughts? Yes. Okay, so I was actually daydreaming about this the other day. (laughs) There's two things you could do. Get, like, order, I don't know about the UK, but in America you can order, like, a box of shit from Amazon. (laughs) So porch pirates will come and they'll steal it and they open it and it's a box of shit. (laughs) Um, You could do that. You could also set up a glitter bomb, That's what what I was thinking. Yeah, but I have a better idea. Order a teddy bear right hopefully you can get it if you have to send it somewhere else send it somewhere else buy an apple air tag put the air tag in the teddy bear send it to yourself wait for the guy to steal it once he steals it you will know where he is that's a good idea now you know everything about him you know where yeah. it is and then what you do after that is up to you. Maybe you order a baseball bat, you know, you, you do some, uh, some Donnie Brasco mob shit, you know, but <laughs> let me say, you know, full Bob Ross you have options available to you. Kill him. Yeah. I'm look, if you steal someone's property, I hope you fucking yeah. die. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. It seems to be so common. We've had a few emails about 
people stealing uh, um, packages and that. It's yeah. fucking insane. There was an old woman. There was a guy across the hallway. But we we said that as well. There's a company that make those boxes and it will like alarms like go paint off, paint comes out yeah. and it has like a camera yeah. in it so you can see them open the package and stuff like that. I think it's a lot more common in America's because don't um, they just leave it on the doorstep, right? Yeah, in America, typically, um, you know, they just leave it in front of your house. And depending on, like, so in America, we have the United States Postal Service, which is the government one. We have FedEx and we have UPS. That's typically who delivers. And we have Amazon, who they have their own service. But, you know, depending on who ordered it, that's like, like the post office will just kind of fling it wherever, you know, and like. Amazon like puts it down nicely in front of your door. They take a picture, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a whole process with them, but they, they, some leave it on the sidewalk. Some leave it in front of your door. It's, it's fucking weird where they, where they leave it. it. And mm. yeah. And you know, in America, yeah, there's a lot of people who, um, who do that. I have a friend who on one Christmas, he was, uh, he was down on his luck and he followed around the UPS truck <laughs> and as the UPS truck would drop off packages, he would get out, steal it, and get back in his car. And follow the UPS truck on its whole route. Fucking brilliant. That's metal. Um, um, my local Amazon guy changed recently because uh, Charlotte orders fucking a phenomenal amount of, like, unbelievable amount of Amazon stuff I get to the house. And um, he, the new guy, seems to think that if you put under, he picks up my mat, my doormat, and he just puts it on top of any box that could be the size of a fucking small car, and he just puts the mat on top of it, and he's like, it's in a safe place. And I come home, and the mat's sitting on top of it. I'm like, what the fuck is this piece doing? <laughs> the, the pure weight of the mat makes it so heavy that no one can lift it up. <laughs> he's a comedic genius. Yeah, he is, he is. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he's like... This is funny. That's the only yeah. reason he's doing he's like, it. He's so made quick this guy's as well. Day. Like when I'm I, I'm in the house sometimes and I answer the door because I've got a ring doorbell. I answer the door and he's already gone. Like the the fan's gone, everything's gone, and my my road is like there's only one way in and out, and it's, he's out already. Okay. I'm like thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> Never seen him. He's like he's like fucking Zorro or something. <laughs> They're fast, man. Amazon, they put it down, they ring, and then they yeah, zip away. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one. It's always tough with like a neighbourly dispute and stuff, especially if the police aren't interested. But the thing with the police is you need evidence. So you need and you need a lot of it, right? You need like multiple camera footage, you need receipts of the things that have been stolen, you need to know where he lives, because the police I was gonna say don't want to do their job, but it's not that, it's that they're so overwhelmed over here that it's easier if you just give them all the information that they require. Yeah. Um, you have to do an investigation Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. It's so petty crime, isn't it? It's such a petty crime. Yeah. I don't give a shit, really. Yeah. Um, I agree with Brian said about the tag. Like, you need to find out where he lives because the only thing you do really is confront him and be like, I know what you're fucking doing. Or you, or you could tell them, look, I cut my girlfriend's head off. I mailed it to myself in a box. And I don't know where it is. This guy came and took it. Watch how quick they'll they'll find the box. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I mean, he must have like a ring doorbell as well. Cause he, he obviously knows this guy's taking his. How the fuck's he getting in the box? He's just taking some bolt cutters with him and like cut the lock off it. 
a lot of the time them lock boxes are only got like an Allen key thing on it. That's why I didn't bother getting one. Instead of like a proper padlock, it's just like you could if you got like a pair of scissors, you could jimmy it open. Yeah. Oh, oh, like your electric box sort of door. Yeah, that type of thing. Like it's like Allen oh, it's thing. a square key, but it's yeah. not really. It's just a fucking. Oh, pair okay. of scissors. I'll be in it, mate. Quick as lightning. <laughs> You could put your own lock on it, I suppose, if you wanted to. If you wanted yeah. to go that sort of route. Then the problem is Amazon can't get yeah, in. That's true. that's true. Yeah, don't they? But don't they normally have it so it's like sectioned off, so they can open it and it drops in, but then it won't come out. You have to actually open the box to let it to get it out. No idea. No, I'm um, not totally sure. Yeah. I think the best thing to do is to spend a week at home. Order loads of shit to your house, and then when the geezer turns up, just sit in your car outside and just run him over. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but you need to catch him in the act because that's the thing, right? Like, once someone gets away with something once, they're like, "Oh shit, I've got something here." Mm. So yeah, take some time off here yeah, and order something, or order it on a day you know you're going to be home. Park your car somewhere else so he thinks you're away, and then just bust him as he's doing it. He views you as the yeah. golden goose, so you need to show him you're yeah. not, you know? Uh, maybe watch the John Wick movies for sp- some inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a dog getting murdered, but packages getting stolen, I think that's a reason to kill, like, you know, 3,000 oh, men. I'll be so pissed off if I've waited all fucking day and someone nicks it, man. I'll be like, fuck. Wankers. Um... Right. Yeah, so good luck with that. Hopefully you get it sorted um, and let us know how you resolve it. See if you took any of our advice or you decided to uh, do an old-fashioned stakeout of your own. Um, right, so this listener emailed in because he was moving in with um, some of his mates and um, he was putting furniture in and some people weren't willing to put up like they didn't have any money so that everyone wasn't pulling their weight. Okay. Um, I'm in a house share at the moment with a guy and her boyfriend while I wait for the lads to sort their lives out and get them in our place together. So obviously it hasn't happened yet and he's in a temporary thing. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, I know. Again, I would give up by now and just find that my own That original email was quite a long time ago. Yeah. Um. So I was being a good roomie emptying the dishwasher and I found my roommate's sex toy in the dishwasher. I was completely weirded out and didn't touch it. When she got home, she opened the dishwasher to find it completely empty other than her, other than her dildo. <laughs> so she had to know I uh, know it was in there and she hasn't mentioned it. I spoke to the guys at work about it as I couldn't believe it. And they said that it's a fairly common thing for a woman to wash it in the dishwasher, which was news to me. Also, I can't help but think now I eat off the dishes that were in there, sharing the space with something that's been inside her. I think if she needs to do it, she could at least do it when I'm out or warn me. It's been a week now and she's not mentioned it and I can't stop thinking about it. Do I speak to her about it or just let it do its thing and ignore what had happened? As always, I look forward to your advice. If this doesn't make to the show, I'd appreciate a reply to the email. Uh, I always reply. He did get any reply as well. Um, I didn't know this. I asked Sabina, and she didn't know about washing a. I don't know if that's, that's a hygiene thing. I've never heard of it either. <laughs> no. I, I've, I've, someone's mentioned it when I spoke about it after we got the email, but 
I've never heard about that. I've never heard about this, but my first question is, is the girl hot? <laughs> <laughs> if she's hot, she's kind of alluding to a sexual thing, you know, in the common space. I, I would take this as this might be, you know, a sign. You know, maybe she doesn't need the plastic. You know, she's got a man there. So maybe start working your way in. And it is kind of hot. It's like now you're always eating pussy juice on everything you eat. I was going to no say, you get what. in the cupboard and start sniffing all the plates and bowls, and you be like, oh, does it touch this one? Yeah. But no, I was like, I was um, saying to Sabina, like, she must have, like, wiped it before. Like, you're just, can you imagine, like, it's going into a drawer? And that drawer's it's going to get fluff and like bits from the drawer all over it. So she, all she's doing is literally like, this needs to be cleaned properly. I whack it, and the dishwasher's like so hot, like everything's clean. There's nothing, no, there's no residue or anything like that. Like everything is clean. And Maybe she had a messy, yeah, a messy it, it, uh, situation. Tried to do some anal with it, got a bit messy. <laughs> had to clean it somehow. Look, I mean, everything is steamed, it's hot, it's sanitary. It's really not no. a big deal. It's just weird yeah. to see. You know? Like, I'm sure the amount of bacteria in a mouth and a vagina, like, I bet if, like, a scientist swabbed both, it would probably be yeah. almost the same. You know? But, that being said, you know, you have your next sip of OJ. Just think. Maybe there's some <laughs> vaginal juice left get, over in get, there. Some extra flavor. Get, get a you know? <laughs> A peep coming to you and, oh, where's that hair come <laughs> <Yeah>. from? <laughs> yeah, every hair in his, in his food, he's like, what the fuck? Why is this here? Imagine her opening it up and it's only just the dildo in there. There's no plates. <laughs> she just looks big enough. What he should do is he, he should buy a flashlight. Oh, and start doing that. And whether he uses it or not, he should put it in there. And flip it on her and see if she Sabina says said the exact same thing. She has no more ground. <laughs> Yeah, do the exact same thing. Even if you don't use it, just leave it in there. Because what's she going to say? She you can't go, say anything to you, right? It's you like go the whole hog and get one of them big asses. You know, it's just an ass. Oh, with a... <laughs> and just put that <laughs> yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. Put it in there. Like, what? what is she going to say? You can't put your ass in the dishwasher? It's like, well, you put your dildo, I mean. <laughs> I couldn't help myself, though. If I put, like, the fleshlight in there, I would just put the dildo inside it and leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh, well, you know, I thought it was, like, a case or something. <laughs> but Doesn't I, fit. It just makes me laugh, because, like, I can imagine Jamie's thought is, like, oh, there's a dildo in there. Like, she's just walked into the, the kitchen playing with it and then just fires it into the dishwasher for between her legs and then closes it yeah 100% <laughs> squat it over the dishwasher drawer she over the actually, and just let it drop in <laughs> guys there you go off to work I go <laughs> <laughs> what a weird situation what a weird like with what I've discovered from this episode is we've got a lot of roommates doing a lot of weird shit man like people need to be living by themselves don't they really yeah. I mean, it's best to live, you know, with yourself or your girlfriend mm. or your family, but it is kind of fun when you have a roommate, <laughs> you know? I, th- I think if she's going to do that, I think she's going to be pretty open. If you want to say to her, that, that weirded me out, can you just, you know, give me a heads up? Mm. Um, I don't think she's going to be that bothered by it. Or just say, I've never seen or heard of one of these. Can you show me <laughs> what it does? 
maybe you get a show. <laughs> I'd, I'd, yeah. like, I'd be sitting there with a cup of tea and I'd be stirring my, my cup of tea with it. <laughs> and then she's like, what are you doing? I'd be like, oh, this is weird, really weird spoon was in the dishwasher. I mean, it doesn't really collect any sugar or anything, but I mean, it stirs my tea quite well. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you can use it for like pastas, <laughs> noodles, mashed potatoes. You're just jamming it down. But um, yeah, no, I when I emailed him back, I was like, well done. You've actually stumped me because I've never heard this before. I'm pretty on top of these things and that's never... But well, as well, but that's the difference, right? Like, I've got a fleshlight, and I I clean mine and everything like that, and I you know leave it on a towel. But I've never thought myself, oh, I'll deep clean it and stick it in a. I mean, that's women for you, right? Like everything's clean with a woman. Have you ever like forgot to put it away, yeah, and like yeah. your mum's come round, you panicked and like threw it in a cupboard or something? I've left it to dry in the bathroom, and thought to myself, I really hope mum doesn't drop anything off. But no, she's never. She's never done it. This listener has emailed quite a few times. Um, she's actually a listener that is responsible for our conspiracy theory episodes. Wow. She requested it. Um, and then she also messaged in because there was a fella in a apartment building and she wanted to speak to him. And unfortunately, she hasn't let us know what happened with that. So wow. we can't give an update on that. Um, she says, I just finished watching Vampire Diaries and it raised a question in my head for you guys. Would you rather be a vampire human or a werewolf? They all have their perks. I think I would much rather be a vampire than any of the other. What do you guys think? That's tough. It's, it's a good question. So I, as a kid, I wanted to be Dracula. Like I was Dracula like two or three Halloweens in a row. Uh, <laughs> I always liked Dracula. I'm always a Dracula guy, but as like a sentient adult, I realize that like to be a vampire, I'm gonna need blood. I'm gonna have to like hurt people. Whereas like a werewolf, I get to be my regular self, but once a month I have to lock myself away so I don't hurt anyone. So I'm kind of like a woman with PMS. Or <laughs> once a month, I turn into a raging, ferocious beast that can't be around people. But the rest of the month, I'm good. So I would, um, as an adult, not wanting to hurt people, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say werewolf. No, you know what? Fuck it. I, I don't care if I hurt people. I want to live forever. Vampire. <laughs> Vampire. Do werewolves? Do werewolves not live forever? Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I, I, I assume that, like, when, when the human dies, like, immort- immortality doesn't seem like a part of the deal, you know? No. Mm. I think, it doesn't it just slow down? Like, you get, like, old fucking... Depends what film you're watching, isn't it? Because the old, um... Oh, what's the Underworld? Underworld, I'm sure that the lichens were, like, proper old. Oh, yeah, they live for fucking yeah. ever, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd be a werewolf cause, purely because I could lip my own fucking balls in. I'm a dog, <laughs> and I? That's good. That's good <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, werewolves are much fucking cooler. Like, you get to go in the daylight and all that stuff. You don't need to survive on blood. So you're basically, like, just a fucking badass. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you know, I don't get to eat either if, as a fucking, as a vampire. No, yeah, you can only yeah. well, only drink blood. I don't blood. know. Do I live forever as a werewolf? Because that that's like a big thing, like not having to die. You know, oh, fuck that. I I quite happily give it up as long as I get to be a fucking ruthless beast for a good amount of years. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's it's a tough one. 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns and say vampire. I'm gonna be a vampire. Yeah. You're gonna be a um, human, Jamie. You could be the third one out. No, I'm not gonna be human, man. <laughs> What's the fucking point? I I would be vampire. And I would find a way to get myself as rich as possible so I don't have to worry about money ever again. And just fucking tear my way through all the bad guys. I'll be like a vigilante. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like Blade. Yeah, you I could, wouldn't. yeah, I could be like Angel or Blade or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Tear through all the, like, the arseholes in the world. Yeah, I could be Morbius. I could be a superhero. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. now with being a vampire now. I'll just kill people and take their. I'll take. I'll kill bad people. I'll take their blood. I'll be a vampire. You know, yeah. This this isn't bad. Fuck that, man! You're a bunch of pussies, man. I'll be homeless. <laughs> I'll just be taking whatever I fucking want. I'll just be cruising through the fucking countries, wherever I lay down. That's my home because I'm a dog, and I. I'll be, I I guarantee you, right? If I was a werewolf, I'd be werewolf more than I would be human. Well, no, it's you... only you're only a werewolf when there's a full moon, so it's only once a month. Yeah. No, but in like Vampire Diaries, can't they change whenever they wanted? I didn't watch Vampire Diaries. I'm going by um, traditional lore, you know. Oh, if I only get to change once a month, then fuck that. I'll be a fucking vampire. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Because like, if you watch Team Wolf, they get to change whenever they want as well. Oh, yeah, really? They do. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm trying yeah, to I think remember it, now. The moon is only the one where like they can't control it. Like they have to in the show. But like, okay. other than that, they can, they can, they can even use their abilities when they're not. So they have like really good smell and like agility and stuff like that. They can Hulk out. Yeah. You know, you could probably make money too. Is like if you could smell, like you know those dogs who sniff people's asses and they say oh, they yeah. have cancer. Yeah. You could probably do that too, and just oh, dude, <laughs> go go get checked. <laughs> That's how I make my money on the street. I'm yeah. like a cheap carnival act. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me five pound, I'll tell you if you've got cancer or not. Be like, that, nah, you're all right. <laughs> I can get a coffee now. I'll be all right. Um, nah, if you're a murdering machine, man, there's no way I'm be good. Even in the Blade world, I'll be like, fuck that. It's, I know, like, I've said this when we've talked about the apocalypse before. I would avoid Dan at all costs in the apocalypse because <laughs> even though he's my friend, I, he would still find a way to kill me. And, um,. <laughs> if Dan was a had any kind of extra power over being a human, I, I would say just just wherever he's living, just avoid, just yeah. avoid it. No rules. This no is what I don't get when it. like you watch like um, The Walking Dead, and they're like, "Oh, we found this town," and obviously that guy's a complete dickhead. Just fucking shoot him. Wait, <laughs> are, you gonna, are the police going to come down and arrest you? Just shoot him. Why, why are you? Why are you bending to his will? Oh, he's a bit angry. Just shoot him. Dan, aka Negan. That's what I mean. It does make sense. Yeah, kill everybody that's bad. Are we working together or not? Let's see. We don't need a warlord. It's like, oh, (laughs) I don't want to do anything because he's threatening. I'm like, threatening for what? What? What's going to happen? You know what I mean? Just fucking kill him. Does my nothing. Like, like you get like the main boss of like this entire army, and they're like in your face, and now you could just strangle them. Like they're right there, and then like they listen to this spiel and wet their pants, and then the guy walks off, and I'm like, "You've literally had 20 minutes to kill this guy, and he's just fucking gone, and that's it. You're done now. <laughs> fucking sake. Where would you draw in that? Need the season to keep going. Oh yeah. god, it drives me mad. I say it drives me mad. Um, oh man, I feel ganged up on now, but it's lucky that werewolves are better than vampires, so I beat both of you. It's fine. Um. 
We can yeah, fly. So, <laughs> yeah, as a bat. Yeah, but we can still fly. Yeah, but I'm a dog. I catch birds and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> catch birds. <laughs> oh, mate. It'd be like Rock, Rocco with his fucking mouse. <laughs> tearing that shit up. <laughs> uh, right, last email. Um, previous email was just about what our favourite restaurants and takeouts were in the UK. Cheeky Nando's. Um, I <laughs> oh, see. I'm not a yeah. massive fan of Nando's. I've got a new obsession: wings. It's like KFC, but it's like hot wings. Okay. Oh, mate, fucking good. banging, so good. Um, is Nando's uh, like a, is Nando's like a big chain by you guys? I only know it from like the meme, Cheeky Nando's. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a big a piri piri chicken place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's all right. You know, when I get to the UK eventually, it's a place I definitely want to try. Yeah, it's definitely worth trying. Oh yeah, it's tasty food. Definitely it's just, worth trying. I think it's a bit overrated, but it's yeah, like, okay. but no, it's still worth a go. Um, two men, two very funny men. I took a break from the podcast and social media for a few months just to repair my mental health after a tough breakup. But boy, I wasn't expecting you guys to have such a grow, a glow up. So well done, gents. Lots of guests, lots of exciting new content. And I agree you should get more love on your YouTube. Yeah, that fucking thing's a piece of shit. Um, anyway, how is your, what's your YouTube like? Is it all right? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how I feel. It's <laughs> like, I, you know, I never know what is going to, like, get a lot of views and what is not. Like, so, like, we put up these YouTube shorts, YouTube shorts. One will randomly get, like, you know, like 3,000 views. Yeah. And I'll put another one up and it'll get 20. Yeah. Same hashtags, the same people doing it. So I have no fucking clue what it is, like why certain things hit. It's, I wish I had a fucking answer, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. It's so hard. Like, I really think it's just like, I, I look, I, I'm, I have no knowledge of this, but. My belief is that YouTube, uh, they promote and push people who just keep making content. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you put out like two to three full videos a week, they'll just start throwing that into people's feeds more. That's my belief. Yeah, I don't know yeah, how true it is, but that's just mm. my my hunch. Yeah, yeah. It's just such a oh, it's just yeah. So it becomes annoying, a, qu- a quantity thing, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's so, true. What I think works, and we were doing this for a while, and we haven't done it in a bit, is taking your full show and then taking different segments of it and putting it in like ten minute blocks as like an extra video. So like, um, what I would do for this episode, if I were you, and I look, I don't know if this will work, but give it a shot. So take like one of the listener emails, like the dishwasher. And be like, they found, this listener found what in his dishwasher? You know, with a clickbait caption like that. Put up us answering that email as like a 10-minute segment. Uh, make a creative thumbnail with like an arrow and like speech bubbles above like a dishwasher or something. Yeah. And see see if people click. I don't know yeah. if they will, but it's worth the fucking shot. We did do that for a little while. I, I was just trolling there and I just, oh, I'll just say it. Yeah. I think all it would take is one video and then everything catches up. Because YouTube is the only thing that seems to be sitting behind. Spotify and that 
our numbers are like decent, but the yeah. YouTube just doesn't seem to get there. We're kind of even across the board, which is good for us. But you know, it's still I want I want more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um. Anyway, I have lost a considerable amount of weight, uh, as she essentially fat shamed me, and she was no longer attracted to me. She came up to me last week in town when I was coming home from the gym, and she was acting all flirty about how much I've changed. I feel like it's taken a lot of self work. And a lot of willpower for me not to continue chasing her after we broke up. I really would like some help on whether to pursue her again or not. From one man to two men, I appreciate all the love you've given to the listenership. I hope it pays off for you both. This annoyed me because I've, like, no. Like, why give her a fucking another chance if she's fucking shamed you and you've put all that work in? Fuck no. What's she done while you've broken up? If she didn't deserve you at your uh, Jay-Z, she doesn't deserve you at your Beyonce. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, like you put all this work in for yourself to improve your life. She didn't stick by you while you were doing all that. She could have stayed with you while you were overweight and been like, hey, let's work on this together. You know, I'm with you. I'm, I'm your partner, mm. all this. And she fucking abandoned you and you did it yourself, which is awesome. Congratulations. Find someone better. Yeah. Who fucking, you know, get a fresh slate. She doesn't deserve you for all the work you put in. No. 100%. Find someone new. Yeah. yeah. Block and delete. Get rid of her. Yep. I would get rid of her 100%. Like, so, if hmm? you've put that work in to become a better person in yourself, why would you go backtrack? It's almost going back, backwards again, isn't it? And you, you ended up in the situation you started in. And, um,. It shows how shallow she is as well. That's what I was going to say, how fickle. Yeah. Just like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Completely broom her. Forget about her, move on, find a new piece. You yeah. know. But, you know, next time you're coming out of the gym, maybe take your shirt off, do a little flexing. <laughs> and if she comes away, just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the sound of my new guns. Yeah. Oh, did, you see, that? did you see that car over there parked? Oh, yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Show off what you did and let her know you'll never get it like this. But it just there makes a lot because it's like, she's obviously been like, oh, you're really fat. And like in her head, she's like, I deserve someone that's thinner. She's fucked yeah. off looking for it. And then you turned up thinner and she's like, oh, that's easy because he already fucking likes me. I don't have to put any work in. He's just going to take me back. Nah. Yep. Nah. She's went and Move tried on. to get dicked down by about 20 different blokes in the gap. Yeah. And then uh, realized the grass ain't greener. Yeah. And wanted Fuck to come that. back. You don't need her. No. You're fine on your own. Get, get, get a girl who, you know, who is worthy of your new, you know, value. Yeah. I love emails like that because normally Jamie and I try and look for like we try and think of an equal sort of middle level between both of the both of the people but in that sort of sense it's so easy because it's you know she's a fucker yeah yeah. 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 I wouldn't give her the time of day I feel like most guys will take that stance and be like yeah don't don't have anything to do with her but then there's a sort of sense of um because obviously she was shaming him that, so it's like his self-esteem would have taken a massive hit. Yeah. And then when you see that person, you think to yourself, oh, they're the one that stuck, you know, they were around. So you almost feel that sense of like, I should do it, get back with them. But no, not a fucking chance. 
And that's not yeah. just two men now. That's three men saying to you, fuck that. Not a exactly. fucking chance. Three fuck separate that. guys. It's, it's a lock. It's not even a two. It's a unanimous decision. Move on. Yeah. You almost want to do like a, uh, a grease thing, like going to the gym and find all your fit mates. And way outside the gym, when she walks past, just be like, "There's that fucking bitch, the fat shaming." And, <laughs> and then all your muscly mates like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh like, you want a bitch?" <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and then just group shamer. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, the fat well, shaming is like a form of like mental abuse, isn't it? Really, like that's an abusive relationship at one point. Yeah. So you could, if you went back there, you're just walking back into a manipulative uh, situation. It's not worth it. Yeah, right. look, she's not a kind individual. She's no. shallow. Um, she's she wasn't willing to be with you as you worked on this. Yeah. You know, which is like if like look, like I'm a guy. I don't want to date a giant fat chick. I'm a giant <laughs> fat chick. I'm a giant fat man. I don't expect you know. So before I met my wife, I was I'm actually heavier now than I was when I met her. But before we started dating, I had lost like um like 40 pounds as we were like dating in that process. And, you know, I was losing all that weight and stuff throughout the whole beginning of the relationship. But I wasn't, you know, when I was in my heaviest, I wasn't going on dates or anything. It wasn't until I improved, I got thinner that I was able to meet my wife and all this. Mm -hmm. And now I'm fat again. But like, when you look like that, you can't fault people for not wanting to be with you when you're like that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but if she was with you that whole time and she had a concern about it, she could have stuck by you. You know, there's a way to do it. Um, yeah. I'm worried about your health and all this, but it is what it is. Yeah, because if you get, you're doing really well and you get back with her, you're just going to get in the same routine of eating shit. Or what's the day like when you are, I'm having a cheat day, I feel like a cheeseburger or something, and she sits there and she's like, are you really going to fucking eat that? Like, do you, do you think that's the best thing you should be fucking eating? Yeah, fuck yeah. her. Fuck her. She doesn't deserve it. No, no. move on. No. Nice easy one to end off the episode. Yeah. Um, as always, Brian, it has been absolutely lovely and a pleasure to have you here. Would you like to once again tell everyone where to find you? I'm sure they know, yes. but tell them again. <laughs> yes. So thank you guys so much for having me on. I love doing your show. I really want you guys to have Anthony or Steve on at some point. So oh, for sure, that, man. When you want that to happen, let me know and I'll send them your way. Um, but you guys can find me uh, at Reviewing History. Uh, we're a comedy and history podcast. We watch movies and we talk about what's real and what's fake in them. And we crack jokes. We tell stories about ourselves as it relates to the movies. All that shit. It's a fun time. Uh, you could also find me on the Tell em Steve Dave Patreon. I do a lot of video work behind the scenes, TESD Patreon, patreon.com slash TESD. I do a lot of stuff there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Brian Rupert with two P's, Letterboxd. I'm on there. I rank or review every single movie I watch. And that's it. Thank you guys so much. I really love doing your show. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate, it, you. appreciate you coming on. Would you like to outro, Jamie? It's a lot to, lots been going on. Uh, yes, yeah. So uh, as as I mentioned earlier, um, having a roommate is not always the best idea, especially if they've got a china fucking doll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a dildo. Um, Both of them's a double whammy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks again, Brian, for coming on. We appreciate it. Um, if anyone wants to go to and send us any content, 
content ideas, questions, feedback for the show, feedback for Brian. We'll send it over to him as well. Um, send it into two men no hope at gmail.com. And that's it. Until next week, Dan. Another episode done. <laughs>